1: I'm Kathleen Hayes, a very special show today. We're broadcasting live from the Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland coming up. We'll have our exclusive interview with Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester. Ahead of that, we're looking at the Cleveland economy coming up. Dr. Toby goss he's CEO of the Cleveland Clinic. Their model is known across the country. We're going to find out more about their work and how medical innovation is driving the regional economy. Now let's get back to our own Catherine Cowell. She's back at Bloomberg World Headquarters with a Bloomberg Business Flash.
2: Thank you, Kathleen. Well, the stock market starting off the fourth quarter with a retreat. Utilities and real estate companies are down the most. Nine of the 11 sectors in the S&P 500 are lower. A report on manufacturing is fueling speculation that the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates this year. Manufacturing expanded at a modest pace in September after unexpectedly shrinking a month earlier. The report from the Institute for Supply Management underscores a limited progress for the battered sector. Michael Ferroli, Chief U.S. Economist at J.P. Morgan Securities, on that manufacturing. Report.
0: The August uh, ISM was a bit of a disappointment. Uh, I think what we saw today was a lot of that being sort of repaired. Uh, so we're back kind of to where we were in June, July, which is not, you know, very expansive levels, but it is at least above 50. So uh, so it's a positive development. I think manufacturing is slowly getting back on its feet, but it's uh, I wouldn't call it a robust uh, uh, manufacturing sector that we're looking at.
2: We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. Dow industrial average is down 58 points, a third of a percent, trading at 18,250. S&P 500 down 8 points, four-tenths of a percent at 21.59. The NASDAQ is down 17 points, a third of a percent, trading at 52.95. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil up 47 cents a barrel, a gain of 1% at 48.71. Spot Gold down $3.60 a ounce at 13.13.50. And the 10-year Treasury down 7.32 seconds with a yield of one62 Among today's top business stories, auto sales came in stronger than analysts anticipated in September, fueled by record incentives. It suggests there may still be some steam left in the auto industry's six-year growth spurt. Nissan's U.S. sales rose 4.9% compared to last year. And now let's get an update of some of the other stories we're following at Bloomberg Radio today.
0: Thank you, Catherine. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Matt Miller. The Washington Redskins lost a bid to go straight to the Supreme Court to reinstate the team's U.S. government trademark. Federal protection of the brand was officially revoked for being offensive to American Indians. But Bloomberg's Bob Moon reports the team could still find some support for its case.
3: What does a football team named the Redskins have to do with an Asian-American band named the Slants? Both insist their names aren't disparaging and contend they have a right to protect their trademarks. While the Supreme Court won't act on the Redskins' appeal, it'll hear the band's argument that it has a free speech right to turn a slur into a name of pride. The football team owners have made a similar argument in their public relations campaign. The Washington Redskins stand for strength, courage, and respect. What the High Court decides about the rock band's controversial name could thus affect the Redskins' lawsuit. The Supreme Court ruling is due by next June. Bob Moon, Bloomberg Radio.
0: Hurricane Matthew is expected to bring a 7-foot storm surge and as much as 40 inches of rain to some parts of Haiti. Hurricane Specialist John Cangelosi at the National Hurricane Center says the storm shows no signs of weakening. For Haiti, we think hurricane force winds are expected across the island beginning later today and tonight. Uh, Similar conditions uh, for winds in Jamaica. Matthew is packing winds near 130 miles per hour. And the engineer of a commuter train that crashed in Hoboken, New Jersey, killing one person and injuring more than 100, told investigators he has no memory of the crash. One recovered data recorder wasn't functioning. Investigators are still looking for a second. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by over 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Matt Miller. This is Bloomberg. Catherine?
2: Thank you. And coming up, the Bloomberg Healthcare segment brought to you by Triton Benefits and HR Solutions. One of the country's leading benefits providers. Visit TritonBenefits.com. That's T-R-I-T-O-N Benefits.com or call 855-OK-TRITON. Here's an update of the benchmarks. Now, Industrial Average is down 52 points at 18,256. S&P 500 down 8 points at 2160. And the NASDAQ is down 16 points at 5296. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash.
0: This is Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio.
1: We are broadcasting live today, Cleveland, the Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland. Coming up, our special interview with Loretta Mester, president of the Cleveland Fed. We're surveying the Cleveland economy ahead of that interview. Very happy to welcome now one of the big drivers. That's Dr. DeLoss Cosgrove, known to just about everybody as Toby, president, CEO, and director at the Cleveland Clinic. Welcome to the show.
3: Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here.
1: Well, Toby, start by telling us, our listeners, about the Cleveland Clinic and what it does. It does a lot.
3: Well, the Cleveland Clinic is sort of different the way we're organized. We're a group practice of about 3,400 doctors, uh, and we are all salaried. There's no financial incentives or bonuses for the doctors or anybody else here. We all have one-year contracts, um, and uh, we have an annual professional review that reviews the quality of the physicians who participate. So that, I think that's a very major difference from almost any other organization in the United States.
1: Well, uh, one of the things that caught my eye that you have been talking about is medical innovation and the rebirth of cities. How is that happening? How is it happening in Cleveland?
3: Well, this has been a very big project for us, uh, and uh, we have put together a way to begin to take the intellectual capital uh, of the Cleveland Clinic and the things that are thought up here and begin to spin them out into uh, the community. Uh, so far, we have, in the last 15 years, have about 1,000 patents, and they've spun off over 70 country companies. Uh, most recently, uh, a company uh, that we started uh, here was called Explorus, which collected uh, 15 million patient records and was sold recently to IBM for their use in their uh, Watson Health. Uh, there's uh, also, So there's lots of uh, companies here. There's about 700 um, uh, medical uh, companies uh, in Northeast Ohio at this time, which has really begun to change the look of the economy of Northeast Ohio.
1: What does a a city have to have to attract the talent, uh, find the workers, and make this model uh, grow?
3: Well, I think there are two things that come together. First of all, you have to have a a great health care delivery system. And if you look at almost any city in the country, the biggest employer in the city uh, is uh, the health care industry, which is also uh, the biggest industry in the United States. Now, that is attracting a a lot of people with uh, other Great ideas and a great uh, intellectual capacity. And the question really is how do you harness that and how do you encourage it? And we've encouraged, we've tried to encourage that uh, every way we can here at the Cleveland Clinic to begin to drive that uh, out into the the economy, the second part is uh, that you need to have great universities uh, uh, bringing great intellectual capital to your city, and so the meds and eds that go together are building a lot of economies in cities where it used to be steel and auto parts
1: now, if uh, you look at some of the the challenges facing healthcare care, one of them of course uh, we 're seeing uh, the Exchange is closing down, a big uh, question marks now over the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare. How is that in any way uh, affecting Cleveland, the region, even the Cleveland Clinic?
3: Well, I think it's affecting health care across the country. And what we realize that we need to do is just be more efficient in how we deliver care. Uh, so we uh, realize that we have to take a really over a billion and a half dollars out of our costs and so far we've taken about $700 million out over the last couple of years uh, of our costs, and we will continue to work on that. We need to uh, have uh, our us be more uh, uh, accessible for our patients and to deliver care in a different, more efficient sort of way. The other part of that is clearly if we're going to have an economy that pays less for its health care, we have to put a major emphasis on keeping people well. Mm -hmm. Um, And happily, uh, we have been able to do that in our 80,000 dependents here at the Cleveland Clinic uh we have seen our health insurance costs in fact go from inflating at 7.5% a year to actually hit it down now uh wow. so so uh that's been through a lot of wellness Congratulations. and disease. yeah
1: so uh, in terms in terms of the cost though as a, as a patient who has uh, good health care insurance, i 'm sometimes frustrated by how difficult it could be to file a claim and codes and all that i 'm sure on your end, regulations and so much paperwork people have to employ staff just to do that. Is that too heavy handed by the government or by the insurance companies
3: well we we are uh, reporting now over a hundred uh, quality metrics to the federal government, and in fact, if you look at the Affordable Care Act, there are sixteen thousand pages which stacked up on top of each other, come to seven feet tall uh, in the number of uh, regulations and, uh, that are, have now been put upon us. So this is a, a very big uh, issue. Uh, there's no uniformity of insurance companies uh, having what their quality metrics are. They're not the same as the government's. And we really need some relief from that, some standardization.
1: Well, thank you for taking time for us today. We really appreciate it. Toby Cosgrove. Dr. Cosgrove is president, CEO, and director of the Cleveland Clinic, one of the big drivers of the Cleveland economy. Get ready. She's coming up in the next hour. Loretta Mester, our exclusive interview. She's president of the Cleveland Fed. I'm Kathleen Hayes. This is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Commonwealth Financial Network. When it's time to change a conversation, talk with a broker-dealer RIA that's ready to listen. Call 866-462-3638 or visit Commonwealth.com to learn more.